Tonight's program is brought to you by the Navajo Health Command Operations Center from Window Rock, Arizona. For more information, call 928-871-7014. Here's Navajo Nation President Jonathan S. So here na are dan hinasigido da isnotsagi 28388 tested positive and those that have tested positive 14484 have recovered and I'm sure there's a lot more of this uh those numbers are still coming in uh 1020 people have lost their lives to covid-19 our thoughts and prayers go out to each and every one of them and those that are in the hospital too let's continue to hold them hold them up in prayer those are the uh, updated numbers as of yesterday evening and let me just also say to the navajo people here that when an outbreak happens it takes a lot of resources to bring those numbers down i thank each and every one of you for doing an outstanding job for listening to the protocols that are in place. I was just talking to a reporter earlier the lockdown, the mask mandates, staying at home. But we have followed that and it's not about politics. It's not about party. You know, wearing a mask is just being a warrior. You're going into battle on a daily basis because you don't know where this virus could be. And Wearing a mask is just putting on your armor to protect you each and every day. And you know, for me, I have a mask underneath uh, this covering. And we encourage uh, people out there: if you have a cloth mask, put it on, and maybe put a handkerchief over that cloth mask as well. And if you have the surgical masks, put that under and put a cloth mask over. because uh now uh the CDC and others are encouraging us to wear a uh, double mask because of the, the variants that are out there you got the UK variant the Brazilian variant and the South African variant uh which is becoming the UK's becoming more prevalent here on the Navajo Nation so it doesn't hurt to double mask and that's what I have here you know I got the surgical mask and then I have the the gaiter that covers it and you see me wear this wherever i go and it's been very helpful and if you don't have a gaiter use a cloth i know we've we've given out hundreds of thousands of masks to our navajo citizens put the cloth mask on maybe put another cloth mask over it or put a bandana over it or one of these uh gaiters as well you know double mask is is what we're encouraging for everyone to do. And for the uh vaccine summary, over the weekend, uh Vice President and I were at some of these vaccination sites. The reason why we lifted the 57-hour weekend curfew is because we need to vaccinate as many people as we can. It's like a race now. You got all these different variants all around the country, all around us. We need to vaccinate as many people as we can because uh the scientists have said that even getting a shot will push back on the virus even these variants. So that's our goal. That's why we reopened the weekend. And 
Just two examples will show how many people we can vaccinate just at one vaccination event. On Saturday, Gallup Indian Medical Center at the University of New Mexico Gallup campus vaccinated over a thousand people one day, one site. Sunday, we were at Sehotsoy Medical Center at the Fort Defiance. Over a thousand people got vaccinated. You see, as the weekend, we can get as many people vaccinated as we can. That doesn't mean that you travel, you get your shot, and you go to town, and you throw your mask off. That doesn't, it doesn't mean that. It means that it's open. You get your shot. If you need to get some supplies while you're out, because some, some of us live way out in the rural areas, so you might as well take care of business while you're out getting your shot. Send one person, two person at the most, into the store, not your whole family members, to get your essential. We, we ask you that please stay on the Navajo Nation. Uh, I know many of us will say, well, the item that I want is not on the Navajo Nation. Um, but there is just a lot of essential items that you can get here on the Navajo Nation. I mean, I got stories these past four days, few days, saying that there's a boatload of people at Walmart and Gallup, Farmington, because they got their first-of-the-month checks, they got their hardship checks, maybe they got their um, the um, relief checks from the federal government. Uh, you know, that money is to help you get through this pandemic with essential items. Because we don't know how long this is going to be. Yes, we're getting vaccinations, ladies and gentlemen. But we, we just can't stop wearing our masks. We can't stop washing our hands. We can't stop social distancing. No family gatherings still. No social gatherings. And we just need to stay home. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to stay home so that we can get through this. As many people as we can get vaccinated is our goal here on the Navajo Nation. And I know that we can reach uh, 100,000 by the end of the month in February. We have a short month, but our goal is to get 100,000 people vaccinated. And I know we can do it because we're talking with the White House, the new administration. We're talking with FEMA. We're talking with other organizations. They are willing to send some assistance to help at these big uh, distribution events, these large distribution events here on the Navajo Nation. And those of you that are saying, uh, when am I going to get my shot? I ask for your patience. The most vulnerable population is what we're focusing on right now. We started off with 75 and over, 65 and over. Now we're at 55 and over. We're getting all the people with health issues vaccinated.
جو زیباز نہیں تا نو پا یہ اکھون دے تو آس کو یہ پادا سدا زے آرو پچھے خدا لیا بنی ناگی واشی دونے زے لچے کندے این کی پہلزم تو نادا اکھون دے آکھوئی چھے ای دے لے تو شکل دین ہاو جوگو ای یا زے کجنا انشگی دی دی کھلی ناشنیگی ای شکل دین ہاو جوگو زے چھے خدا لیا آدو نکھتو دنے نیتلین نیوہو نیشن جدو زے یجے خدا لیا ای شکل دین ہاو جوگو ای دا زے چھے بچے خدا لیشن جندے Ebbene, Codalia, da Nichito, a Ege, Zenichi Codalia. Ado, Bandeito, Bandeito, Haleta, Eco, di Zegi, Likeni, Nevich Codolis, but no. Le Washington, the Ega, Ahota had a villa. Di Enelt, Egi, Ega, Zel, in Dal Neshege, El Sadole, Hadotni. Jo Ea, Quiche. یکینی نادی دکوسن صاری بدا دول نادی یاد حالیا جو ای بنا چے ایل صدور دل دی نو بہت آباد است تن زندگی تشے دو دین زند شے ہاشین دا نو شے دا 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 ست دا نا تن جو ای دو ایشی اب بہت نی اکھو آلا کو اللہ نل تے کونی زل ان دا زندگی زندے کھاگی دو اس کو زل ان جے تی دکوسن سکاری بدا دو نائی کدا دیز ایگی ای لا باد است آدو نان ای یکھوں یہ مسن یہ چھینی نل باد ہے یاج دو آج دو داد نشگی ای دو زیب جے کدا لیا آرو کرے حسطان تین دو با آشلا دلا بندا خائے گی ای یا ای دو حدونی سو ایشن سا یہ پیدا از زیگی ای یکھوں ขาดาลียาขาดาสจุนเลทุนเนสจุดนาชาชีนาทุนเนสเจจุดาชินลีจเปกิดปาโฮจาจุดอาจุดอนียาอาจเซลอินดาสเนลจยาเฮตันซิน
United Kingdom Colorado Ayat <laughs> 
wanted to transition to the English uh, language um, and our thoughts and prayers go out to every single family of our relatives and let us continue to pray for them please challenge you every morning I know many of you have done that but every morning to wake up and say a prayer for those that have lost their loved ones to COVID-19 and there are some others here on the Navajo Nation and I was watching a segment this morning there there's they said about about nationwide about 10% of those who have recovered have some long-term health problems because of COVID-19 and we just need to recognize that you know people think oh 14 days and you're going to be uh, if you can get out of that you'll be okay no 10% um, probably a lot more here on Navajo if we can do the statistics. So the best thing to do is to follow protocol. We'll wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands, <clears throat> soap and water, and stay home. And we ask for your continued diligence in following through it. I mean, we got yes, we got the vaccine, but... We still got to do the same things. I mean, not everybody is vaccinated. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are listening. And and I challenge those that are listening to share this information with your loved ones, your relatives. And the media that's watching help us get the message out. And we appreciate uh, the daily updates from the media. But I think overall throughout this country, we need to stay the course and not let down. And I appreciate the radio stations um, being on as well and airing the get the message out that we can't let down. Don't let your guard down. You know, there's a new variant, the UK variant that we've heard a lot about. We don't have any confirmed cases here on Navajo, but we see some in Colorado and New Mexico. So we need to stay the course, you know, and wear our masks social distance, wash your hands and stay at home. Stay at home. And our prayers were answered with the snow and the moisture that we received here on the Navajo Nation. Beautiful country. We needed this moisture. A larger view of and pushing back on the virus. You can see the first wave and we dipped down into summer and the end of the summer at the lower cases. And then once we hit Labor Day, you saw a big increase. You know, people started traveling. People started coming home. And, you know, even just that little bit, that one weekend, just look at how quick this virus spread. And it took off in it. And we had a difficult time bringing those numbers down. And thank you for spreading the word about staying the course. And you can see towards the end, December, January, and, you know, because of the holidays as well, people traveling, all the states around us were at their all-time highs, and we were like a little island, Navajo Nation, little island of all the red around us. Of course, you know, it's going to come in. 
And now, so you see the flattening of the curve. And I'm trying to not say we're on a downward trend. I know people are going to start saying that, but I'm trying to be cautious. But you can see the numbers starting to go down. The schools in the New Mexico Public Education Department honors or respects the sovereignty of tribes. And we are still are online. We have stated that for the Navajo Nation. Right. We don't have jurisdiction off the Navajo Nation schools off the Navajo Nation, but we are pressing those school districts that those facilities on the Navajo Nation are to remain online. And also for the students that they pick up on the Navajo Nation to go off the reservation, they should be also allowed to go online. The state of Arizona, you know, recently with the New Mexico uh, Superintendent of Public Instructions and the governor, you know, they were a little bit at odds. And they want to open up as well. We want to open up, but we want to do it safely. And we are starting to vaccinate teachers. But, of course, the students are also a priority. Our young students, our young people are a priority. Our, their safe and well-being is of utmost importance. So right now, the Navajo Nation has not changed its position. It is online courses, and that's where we're at right now with the the education and the schools part. As you know, we extended our executive order. So the Navajo Nation employees, except the essential employees, are to be at home. But we have reopened the weekends. This is the reason why we have received much vaccination. And to this day, ladies and gentlemen, the Navajo Nation has received doses. And we have put into the arms of our Navajo citizens, of our Navajo people who that have received the shots. That helps us as leaders to advocate for more coming into the Navajo Nation. When I was out there, I was out there in Theroux and Fort Defiance at the Seotor uh, Medical Center, Kayenta, Chinle, Tuba City, Pinyon, Sage Memorial. You know, what I've heard a lot is that our healthcare professionals, you know, they are burning out. They've been doing this, man, over several months now. And now we put another task on top of them. Okay, they're doing the intake of COVID positive and our sick patients. They're also juggling the regular patients that they get. They're also doing testing, right? And now they're doing vaccinations. And so from Monday through Friday, that's what they do because of the weekend lockdown. And so they said we could probably do more because more of the staff could be used on the weekends. So we reopened the weekend so that more vaccination drives and blitz can be done here on the Navajo Nation so that we can bring this percentage up so we can get as many people vaccinated. If there are 350,000 Navajos and we have vaccinated 37,000, that's a little bit over 10% of our population. So there's still quite a ways to go. And bless the hearts of our Navajo citizens who live off the nation 
that leave early. I've heard stories of people living in Albuquerque and Phoenix leaving one o'clock in the morning to get in line here on the Navajo Nation to get their vaccination, getting in line at five and six in the morning. And we need every single body to be fighting, especially now that there's a new variant, right? Especially now that we need to do vaccinations. We need every healthcare professional helping. So weekends, this weekend will be opened up. And uh, there they're predicting by the end of the summer, 300 million people will be vaccinated. The other interesting thing I heard on the news, the UK variant, the preliminary information that we're receiving is that the UK variant could be a lot more contagious and also the vaccine that we're getting right now may be less effective. And so those are preliminaries and they're still studying that. So that means we're not out of this pandemic just yet. I mean, these are good news, yes, but we have to be transparent to let you know what these public health experts are saying. And so it's best that we keep the numbers down and keep telling our family members to not visit us. Look at what Arizona, I just showed you the Arizona numbers. Those are relatives that are in Arizona. And we just ask you, now, now's not the time because we don't know. Um, thank you for the prayers. Thank you for the prayers for our first responders. We just appreciate the hard work that everybody's been doing. We need to all pitch in. We need to all pitch in. Every single one of us pitch in. How do we pitch in? Stay home as much as you can. Hold each other accountable. That's the only way we're going to get out of this. A self-sufficient nation. God bless you, and I'll turn the time over to uh, our executive director for the Department of Health, Dr. Jill Jim. Dr. Jim?
Yes, thank you for all those updates and information regarding COVID-19. Um, Dr. Jill I wanted to just um, provide some information to help with um, reinforcing some of the messaging to wear a mask indoors, outdoors. And there is, um, with the new administration, there is a mask mandate in um, federal buildings and elsewhere when you commute by train or airline. So those are um, some changes that occurred. And on Navajo, um, all need to do a good job with that. Um, as well, and so this means that even though if you're visiting others, uh, other households or other and the family members that are living even nearby or in another community, and those are all things that we need to consider that may need to happen minimally. And some gatherings and all of those events are still causing some clusters in our communities. So it is our own responsibility to make sure. If we are talking or visiting with others that aren't in our same household, that we should continue to mask up. And now it's even regarding the double masking, so maintaining physical and social distancing as you're talking to people at work or either at home or when someone is visiting or at the grocery store. It's all recommended. And then continue to practice good hygiene practices by washing your hand for 20 seconds and also wiping down and cleaning high-touch surface areas and are around and about during the day at work or in your vehicle or at home or remote controls, refrigerator door handles, your doorknobs. Things like that are very important to continue to keep as a way of preventing the transmission of COVID-19. Also, as another reminder, is when you're waiting for test results and if you are showing or not showing symptoms, please continue to stay at home and properly quarantine because if you were in contact with someone that um, tested positive, you still need to quarantine for 14 days. That doesn't mean that you try to get a negative test right after you find out if you were exposed because it won't let you know that you have may likely or for the individual to um, experience signs and symptoms. So always stay home even uh, while you're waiting for test results. Um, doesn't mean that if you test negative and you were a close contact, just continue to maintain preventive measures. All of these preventive measures are very important as well. And staying home when you're sick is one of them. And even though it might be flu, it might be COVID, it might be allergies, those are very important flu-like symptoms that need to be monitored, and you should not come to work. So we also document um, workplace exposures here on the Navajo Nation, and it's very important um, to stay home when you're sick. Um, don't report to work. On the Navajo Department of Health webpage, you'll see a tab there that says report exposure. Um, in the new public health order that is currently active, we're asking businesses or either customers or anybody um, that is aware of an exposure 
at any place of business on the Navajo Nation to report a potential COVID-19 exposure so that we can properly provide assistance to the individuals that are exposed and get them connected to the local health facility and also ensure that the business does practice safety measures if there is a potential exposure. And then now that we're talking about vaccines, it's always important to um, understand where we're at. We're still in phases 1A through C, and right now we are in phase 1B. This will take a while to accomplish because it's a majority of our population, but the priority across um, the different health facilities is really dependent on the amount of vaccines they have and also their population characteristics. As you know, on Navajo, we might have different population characteristics and for a smaller clinic versus a larger hospital, and they might take longer to vaccinate those that are 65 years and older. But these are some priorities that we identified using the CDC recommendations that they received from the ACIP recommendations as well. And in order to streamline communication for hospitals, we do have a registry. We're trying to work with making that more available and for individuals to be aware of to assist in scheduling appointments. But the vaccine is here, so please be patient as we continue to receive vaccines through the Indian Health Service or the state. Getting it to thousands across the Navajo Nation will be a challenging process. We encourage everyone to be patient um, as healthcare workers, first responders, elders, high-risk patients, spiritual leaders, and essential workers will receive the vaccine before the general population. Remember, it's still important to continue wearing masks and all the preventive measures after you get vaccinated as well. And then how long does the vaccine take to work? So immunity takes a few weeks to build up. A second dose, um, it takes like three to four weeks after the first dose as well, depending on the vaccine you get in order to get as much protection as you can. So just know that it's very important to get your second dose uh, wherever you get your vaccine, going back to the same location is recommended and also possibly where you um, receive most of your health services as well. Also, there are similarities and differences in the Moderna and Pfizer. Of course, um, both of them are similar structures, but their age categories are quite different. Pfizer starts at 16 and Moderna starts at 18. Their second dose requirements vary a little bit, but other than that, they're both safe and effective across gender, age, and race. So just understand that these are available. And so you may not have a choice when you are going to the health facility. You'll be provided what is on hand uh, and available for you as well. So just to let everyone know that there is those options and there are going to be new options in the future that we're going to have to just think about. And this is the registry on the Navajo Department of Health by working with the individual um, appointments or those that are interested is our purpose of having a registry as well. So just to let everyone know that it's very important to understand that vaccine access is challenging. We are not getting enough vaccines right now, but eventually we will. And so if you reside on the Navajo Nation, it's important to work with your local health facility. If you don't reside on the Navajo Nation, you're probably accounted for in either the city or state allocations, which is also another option for you. So know that you can reach out to your local health department web pages and also the state health department to access vaccines in states like the state of Utah, 
They are reaching out to the Urban Indian Health Center and another location there in the Wasatch area for individuals to access vaccines through agencies or organizations that serve the urban Indian population, um, American Indian population, and those metro areas. So look for ways to access the vaccine in the areas that you reside or live in is very important as well. And so on Navajo, we are trying to address those that are here and that we know that not everyone will have access to the vaccine immediately based on the prioritizations that we have. And it's also still very important that the safest place is at home. And so we still have a shelter in place here on the Navajo Nation. That means individuals out and about are only driving around to seek essential services throughout the entire week. And so that has not been lifted because the numbers still remain somewhat high, but not as high as we were a couple of weeks ago. So in order to maintain that, we just ask everyone to continue to take care of yourself and others by practicing all of those preventive measures that I mentioned. So um, I with all, and thank you very much. Uh, I'm Dr. Lori Christensen. I'm the Chief Medical Officer for the Navajo Area IHS. Um, we have been fortunate that we get a supply of vaccination every week. Uh, we received almost uh, 5,900 doses for this week, and we're expecting um, about uh, 6,400. Uh, so that helps us plan ahead, and we can get more people in for their vaccinations. I do want to thank everybody who has stepped up for their vaccination. This is so important to get as many of our people vaccinated in a timely and efficient manner. I do want to emphasize to you that you should ask at the time of your first uh, dose when your second dose will be. And they have been telling you, but please ask if you don't hear. And make sure that you come in for the second dose. It's very, very important that we finish both doses because we don't reach the maximum protection until the second dose is given. Uh, there's been a lot of questions about what to expect with the vaccinations. Uh, this is what we know. If you have been COVID positive and you get your first vaccination, you may have more side effects than other people that are getting the vaccination. Thus far, the side effects have been a sore arm, mild redness at the site, when we give the second dose of your vaccination 21 to 28 days later, depending on which vaccine you received, you tend to get a little bit more side effect with the second dose if you've never had COVID. Again, we've all we've heard about is a sore arm, some fatigue, a little redness at the site of the injection, and some headache from time to time. But it's very self-limited. The majority of these effects only last one at the most two days. And uh, it may be similar to a reaction you get after getting a flu vaccine. It's very common with vaccinations because they are creating an immune response in your body. And we want your body to respond and create protection for you. Uh, please use the registry. This helps us get your name and your data concerning where you work, where you live, where you get your care. We can then take that data and work with your health care facility where you get your care and let them know this list of people that are waiting for a vaccination. Please be very patient with us because we're doing thousands of vaccines a week and we want to make sure that we get to you, but we have to plan 
with the doses we have to get the events set up to get you there to get your vaccination. I can't thank you enough for those of you who have waited in line. Uh, it shows how committed you are to protecting yourself and your family and your community. And we're trying to be uh, more efficient each time we do this and get you through our lines as fast as possible. We have set up a bunch of mass vaccinations around the area and we do have those, that schedule available. And we will try to let all these groups in the registry know when to come so that that facility is ready for you. We don't want to run out of vaccinations for you, so we're trying to plan accordingly with the doses we have. It is very, very important that we still wash our hands, watch our distance, and wear our masks, along with the variants that you now see in the news that may come into our area. Over 40% of people who have COVID don't know it. So you could be walking around, feel fine, and have COVID and possibly expose your family or friends or people that you come in contact with. So it's vitally important that we do both the public health measures with our masks and keeping our distance and washing our hands as it is for you to get your vaccination. So please continue to do this. Please don't have big gatherings. Please don't go to events and make sure that you're following all of our public health measures when you do have to go out of your home. One other thing I wanted to let you know is that we hope with this new push for vaccinations nationally that we'll get a larger amount of vaccinations to the Navajo area. We have a very excellent capacity to hold these vaccinations for the Pfizer vaccination, which requires the ultra-freeze refrigerators. We can hold over 80,000 doses. And for the Moderna, we have excellent capacity for well over 100,000 doses because these are our regular pharmacy refrigerators that we can store the Moderna. We have asked for some increase in Moderna doses because these are the doses that go out to the healthcare clinics such as Pinon and Lachi and uh, iHouse in uh, Four Corners and DZ because they don't have the big freezers, they can keep the Moderna and that will allow those healthcare clinics across both tribal, federal and urban to give more vaccinations. So we're very happy about that change in, in the vaccines that we're getting. So in summary, we are doing a very good job of getting these vaccines out. Um, with the possibility of additional vaccines, we will be ramping up for bigger events. Uh, we have the support, which Ms. So will talk about, from some other entities that will greatly help us with our logistics. And if we can get that additional support, we'll be able to deliver a, a higher number of vaccines every time we have an event. And, and I do thank uh, the president for giving us the opportunity to give vaccinations on the weekend. We've done a couple of events and we've had excellent turnout for the people that work or just can't get there during the week. We'll be able to get you in for your vaccinations on the weekend. So that, that is very much appreciated. Um, I thank every one of you for staying safe and protecting your families. Thank you for stepping up and getting your vaccination. And, and you are the reason that we get through these COVID waves that we've endured. And uh, it's, it's really the people of Navajo that make the difference. So thank you so much. My relatives, my people, our community. Shea Amber Kinesbakrati Yunishia. Tohatsoi Danasha, 
A Navajo Nation Council delegate, I represent seven communities of Sheep Springs, Two Gray Hills, Tolina, Sanosti, Red Valley, Cove, Kadiai, and Biklabato. But as a delegate, we represent all of our beautiful Navajo people within the four sacred mountains who are living in the border towns or going to school and working in the cities. Also, our military families who are here at home or stationed abroad. We speak these words of positive healing to all of you and your families. As winter has come before us and the season has changed, it reminds us that our Mother Earth, our Father Sky, provides for us and reminds us that life is ever-changing. And as this cold winter comes about and as our elements of the earth, the animals, the birds, the water slow down and the earth cools down, that we're reminded that this is a time for us to also step back and reflect not only what has happened these last four seasons, but also a time to come together and think about how we can slow down and not let our minds drift away and have too much anxiety or fear to know that the seasons change, but as the sun sets, that the sun will rise and that we'll have a new beautiful day to put down our prayers and our blessings, and that our children are seeing us as adults, as grandparents, as aunties and uncles, looking to how we are reacting to not only this change in the season, but how this virus has swept through our communities and within our own household. Our children are waking up to a different reality of opening their laptops and their notebooks, some of them using your phones just to access school, that daily teaching that they're provided by their teachers, who they themselves are dealing with the fear and the anxiety of how the virus has impacted their homes. But as parents, as grandparents, as guardians, we must stay strong in our prayer that we provided in the morning, offering that pollen to the sunrise, those rays of hope that remind us that we are strong, that we come from a long legacy of determined warriors who have fought many battles, whether it was a spiritual, physical, and now a health battle. The battle for our lives and all of us at different levels will fight viciously against this virus. And we know with every breath that we take is a precious breath of recovery, that you are not only alive, but that you are fighting against this virus and that you are winning. And our children are looking to us to see how will we overcome in this situation. And they could feel the anxiety from their parents and from their grandparents. And so what I want to encourage you, my people, should the ne'e, Look to your heart, speak through your heart, because if we provide positive encouragement to our children, if we slow down and not think about first yelling or shaming and blaming, but use our love language, the language from our heart, the prayers and the ceremonies that we have learned through many generations, those prayers and songs are used now to heal us. And we can use this challenge now and use those songs and use those prayers to heal not only our families, but our communities and the Navajo Nation. 
We can use positive prayer to literally heal the people collectively. If we all rise at sunrise and if we're all praying, we produce that positive energy in the world. We set the tone of how we are going to plan and what are we going to do throughout the day. And as the sunset covers our nation and we offer our final prayer and our offering, we know that we are comforted and we know that we are protected. And those little ones then can see that it's not the material things that bring happiness. It's loving themselves, loving their family, loving their homestead, loving their land loving their people, and kindness and generosity are free. It doesn't take a job, a paycheck to provide presents for happiness. What our children need to hear from us are loving words. I love you, my precious. I prayed to the Holy Ones, to my Creator, for you to be here with me. But together we're stronger. I am here for you. And it's these words of kindness that do not take any form of money, but it comes from the love you have for yourself and the love that you could share with your children, not only in your home, but we now know working together as a community is for all of those children out there and the children who have parents who are battling their own challenges. They need our love, too. And to reach them during this time as we're physically separate, you can do that by calling. You can keep communication by texting your families, your children's friends. You can do that on social media where you can create a Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feed that is full of love, that is full of encouragement, that is full of kindness and gratitude and being thankful to open your heart and to let them know that they have challenges in their home. Auntie right here loves you. Grandma loves you. And we're praying for you and we have not forgotten about you. That they know that they have relatives who will support them. That they know they have healthcare professionals who will monitor and provide basic necessities. And we're so grateful that we have healthcare professionals. Our community health representatives have organized from the beginning, and I just appreciate the work that they have done across Navajo Nation and identifying the at-risk families, the at-risk elders, and providing that continuous service. Early in my career, one of my first jobs was a CHR, and I would work with elders and I would make sure that they knew someone cared about them. And at times we can look to medicine or other modern solutions, but the human heart is very powerful and the power of love and prayer can heal, can heal one another. And sometimes this negative element of loneliness starts creeping in to their minds and to their hearts. But if you combat that with love and kindness and gratitude to remind them that someone is thinking of them, the best feeling was to see, to get that hug, to see the the tears of joy that someone missed them, that someone was looking out for them. 
And during this time, that's been one of the hardest, hardest not being able to touch, not being able to give hugs, not being able to squeeze hands and share that connection with each other has been one of the hardest things to go through. This virus has impacted our communities because their love and their energy is what refuels us. It refuels and reignites, and and when we're feeling low, that hug and that connection can just, just give you the charge that you need to continue on. And I miss all of my elders, desperately. And too many of our elders have been taken from us, and not only do we miss them here, to hear them speak, to hear them at the song and dance, or just to hear them give words of encouragement at the basketball games. But now we've lost their teachings. We've lost their prayers. But we know that they are still here with us. And so as we linger and, and try to comfort one another, I want to reach out to all of you and say, be kind to yourself. You are doing the best you can. And if you're overwhelmed, ask for help. And if you need more help, ask again. Because we need you here. Your children need you here. And we are hearing stories of mothers who are losing their fight to this virus. And stress can cause a lot of physical ailments in our bodies, causes a lot of inflammation, and we need to support one another so that you are strong enough to not only take care of your family, but allow us to take care of you. We need you here to be here with your children, to be here to celebrate with your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren, as it's been told, as it's been prayed upon. And it's not always going to be perfect And if you feel isolated, and if you feel alone, we have mental health workers, a helpline where you can talk with them, and they can provide guidance and resources. Because we know that there's so much to fear out there, but we want to support one another. And we want your children to know that collectively we can help, not just help the family at this time, but also helping in the future. Use this time to reconnect we need, we need to restore balance here in the world. We also recognize all of the medical providers who leave their homes, who have faced hard, difficult decisions when we have too many in a hospital and the majority, if not all hospitals on Navajo Nation are in an extreme situation. When we have to hear from our doctors that they have to make The difficult decisions on who is going to be provided oxygen and at what level and what level of care, our best defense will always be to try to stay home and try to isolate. Our best defense is to look for alternative ways to get our groceries and our supplies. And this month, trying our best to help healthcare providers because we do not have the healthcare providers on Navajo Nation that we need. 
And we know one day soon we're going to be able to offer those loving hugs and share the love. Until that day comes, Shaddana'a, I ask you to be safe. I ask you to take care of one another. I ask you to be kind. I ask you to be patient. And most importantly, to put that healing energy for all of those in the world who need prayers to be healed, prayers as they recover, and then prayers for our children and will be a stronger nation that has learned how to come together during this time and will always be together as one, as a strong Navajo nation. Thank you. You've been listening to the Navajo Health Command Operation Center COVID-19 Prevention and Awareness Radio Program. For more information, call 928-871-7014. The Navajo Health Command Operation Center is located inside the Navajo Department of Health in Winter Rock, Arizona. Again, call for more information, 928-871-7014.